CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and our national nightmare is over. The Bachelorette is back. I'm so excited. I did get a few minutes with Gabby and Rachel, and you will hear that at the end of this episode, teasing what is to come. But for now, of course, we have to break down that wild premiere. And I have someone who is quite the expert in all things Bachelor Nation. She is the co-host of the She's All Batch podcast. She runs the She's All Batch Instagram. They're on YouTube. They got a lot going on. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Sarah. Thank you for having me back. I'm we so miss excited Jackie. to break down. We miss yes. Jackie, but she'll be back another time. Yes. I know you guys covered this on your show too, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we have a lot to break down. There's between all the drama going on in Bachelor Nation this past week, which I was on vacation last week and my phone's blowing up the whole time. I'm like, what a time to be off. But to come back and have the premiere and all the drama going on, yes, we are very busy trying to organize all of this mess. I do want to weave in some of the drama that's happening in Bachelor Nation. I feel like it'll come up naturally because it's been a minute. I haven't talked about it either. And like everything is imploding, but I feel like a major headline, of course, from last night's episode was the the Clayton of it all, the Clayton show. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously we we kicked off the episode with the rose ceremony from hell flashbacks. We had to re-meet Gabby and Rachel, which I have said on the show before, you know, on your Michelle's season on your Katie season, they totally cut out the Matt James of it all. But this Clayton stuff is important for Gabby and Rachel. We need to know why we have two of these ladies. We need to remember where we came from. But it went too far for a lot of people with the choir, with the clown. What was your takeaway from all the limo entrances about Clayton? I think it was super hypocritical of ABC to just a week or so ago to post that they don't condone bullying, that they're completely changing their stance on, you know, really shutting down that type of language on social media. And then for their entire first episode to be essentially bullying Clayton, like, I I fully agree. You need to reference Clayton. You need to know where Gabby and Rachel came from, but you don't need to call him a clown. You don't need to sing that he sucks. Like, I thought, like, couldn't you have said... Clayton oh, have a guy go up to them and say Clayton really missed out like he didn't know what he was missing you girls are so amazing like Clayton's loss is is my gain something like that to reference Clayton without having to make fun of him make fun of his appearance make fun of anything it's just really really hypocritical yeah I agree I almost forgot about that statement just a week ago about the anti-bullying good reference there because they've they've done that before you know you had Rachel Lindsay come out during that one season and kind of talk about that and ABC gets gets caught with their tail between their like a lot with moments like that and being hypocritical for this also for me I thought it might have been a more effective if it was like just the dumb choir like maybe also they didn't need to sing Clayton sucks several times and it was kids which is weird because last season it was like Clayton's great with kids Michelle's students love him wait I actually said I'm like was it the same kids was it the kids from that like made they Clayton grew up. cry yeah they grew up and now they're singing in a choir about how much she sucks like there's yeah. those kids I want to get them on the podcast and see what yeah. they have to spill me too. And I think Clayton said on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, like going to go after those parents, like joking. Yeah. It was like, what can he say? Right. Um, but I think it was also, it was just one after another, after another. And I know it's how it's edited, but it, it, it felt like a lot, like they really were piling on Clayton and it would have been more effective or more shocking, even if it was still like a controversy, like if it was just the choir or just the one guy is the clown, like versus mm-hmm. everyone doing it. Yeah. And it's a trope for sure. But I also feel like what was your take on Gabby and Rachel's reactions? Because they were claiming in their interviews that they didn't like it, but they were laughing in the moment. And they were also throwing their own shade at Clayton, which not saying they don't deserve it. Like they were the ones who were wronged. But in the intro, when when Gabby was talking about her type, 
she was not exactly saying nice things about Clayton. And later on in the, at, towards the end of the episode, they were mocking him in a like very mocking tone, quoting him directly about being in yeah. love with all of them. So where, where do they really stand on all this? I think they get the, they're allowed to, to quote the, um, I'm in love and it feels so good. Like I, they could do that. They could do that to their blue in the face for what they went through with him on national television. Sure. I think the laughter with the guys may be kind of awkward laughter too. Like they don't necessarily know what to say. Like, I think one of them said, like, I'm trying to meet you for the first time and see if there's a connection. You don't necessarily have to bring up someone that I dated on TV. You, we, we know how, you know, how I got here, right. Like we're all on the same page here. So I, yeah, I think they may just, what else are you going to do when they they're bringing up these jokes about him? What are they yeah, going to do? So I don't, yeah, I don't really know. I feel like it was kind of awkward and they were trying to fill the silence, I guess. But yeah. I, yeah, I do think it was funny. Rachel was like, they didn't like that people kept bringing them up. And then Rachel's like, I was waiting for, I think it was Jordan to kiss me, but he didn't, you know, Clayton kissed me the first night. So like she was referencing him too. So I think he's going to be referenced throughout. I just hope they stop. Um, the guys stop poking fun at him. It's just not necessary. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was a little much. And I think it also loses the fact, like I said, if they're all doing it, then what is the point of the shock of this choir or this, whatever, like if you it's everyone's stick, that's kind of silly. Um, and Susie was kind of playing in on it a little bit. She made the TikTok with the mm -hmm. Will Smith Oscar slap, which, you know, Susie, Susie and Clayton, if anything we've learned in the last six months are nothing, if not like good at trying to like clap back in a way that is like lighthearted mm -hmm. and not let it bother them too much, but they yeah. go through a lot of, you know, hate and backlash, but on their uh, interview on Caitlin's podcast, Susie admitted that it annoyed her and that they think it might, you know, propel people to make fun of Clayton again and, you know, send hate towards their way, which is a very fair statement. <laughs> For sure. And I, I do think Susie's TikTok, that's why Clayton loved her the most because she is a ride or die chick and she, they are such a good pair together. And I'm so happy that we all get to see them, their relationship unfold in the real world. Cause I thought her response was really cool. I'm not surprised that she was actually upset though. Like when I saw the video and it was poking fun, you could poke fun on TikTok, but you could be like, dude, like I don't need millions of viewers to be making fun of my boyfriend. Also, I'm sure she doesn't want to be reminded again what they went through and yeah. how he did what he did on TV. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised that she felt that way, but I'm happy that she's standing by her man. And I mean, the use of the freaking Will Smith audio, I was like, genius, Susie. She's I am smart and she's, she's smart. funny. Yeah. I like, I liked it. I liked it. I love Susie the most. I do. I, you love Susie the most. D damn you, Clayton. Yeah. Um, what did you think overall of like the limo entrances and having them both there i mean also just even the conversation of them talking about like their types and stuff like it it was interesting to me and they really are putting a lot of emphasis on one that they're best friends of course we know that that's the big joke like abc best is convinced friends. i guess they're quote-unquote best friends they're besties they're making tiktoks to best friend songs they're doing the whole thing jesse palmer just kept saying over and over again that this is their journey they're making the rules that was abc saying if this goes wrong it's their fault like we, mm -hmm. we let them make the rules. That's how I took it as yeah. Palmer was basically playing dumb the whole time. Like he, he really did absolutely nothing. <laughs> what is Jesse Palmer? And I like him, but what is Jesse Palmer's purpose? If he's going to show up and be like, so how are we going to do this thing? Like, like you had all these months to prepare Jesse. You couldn't have talked to Mike Fleiss before you started filming and think like, oh, we're, this is how it's going to work. Because at least on Caitlin and Britt season, people didn't know how it was going to work. And then night one, they were like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Right. The fact that Jesse just kind of like meanders into the room and he's like, well, good luck. Bye. Really? <laughs> like, why are you there? It was wildly confusing, especially playing into the fact that a lot of people were upset that it wasn't Caitlin and Tasha, or at least Caitlin, since she's been through this before. And it put more emphasis on like, oh, here's Jesse Palmer to do nothing. But I read that certainly as this is ABC saying, this is Gabby and Rachel. If something goes wrong, they got to make the rules. We gave them this opportunity. We handed it to them. They get to design it, which in one way is smart. In another way, I feel like I'm seeing right through it. And when something does go wrong, because based on the promo, it's definitely not going to be an easy journey. Mm -hmm. um, that's what they're going to say. They're going to be like, they decided this. If See, that's how I feel. I, I get that. And I will say, though, about the Jesse versus Taisha Caitlin thing. 
Jesse isn't adding much, but he takes up all of 30 seconds of the True. show. Caitlin and Tasha took away so much from Katie's season that it was almost distracting. And I took like a little bit of an issue with it. I would look up the press releases and there would be more photos of Katie, of Caitlin and Tasha than there was of the actual lead. That's and I felt such a good point. And I felt like it was, and I'm sure you saw it too when you were pulling photos and like, I was like, who are we supposed to be watching here? Like, this is about the lead. It's not about Caitlin and Tasha. I feel like, first of all, Caitlin and Tasha plus Gabby and Rachel, just like too many cooks mm-hmm. that I like that the focus is really on Gabby and Rachel. I like that we're really just centered on them. And Jesse comes in and says a couple of like doofus lines here and there and then leaves. Yeah, I, I'm, you can have that. I, I don't want anyone taking away from the journey at hand. And I feel like, Caitlin and Tasha, there may have been, they may have pulled focus because they're like very dynamic and they're people that people, I don't know. Yeah. And in the, in the photos of it all, it's kind of funny because they had like amazing clothes and like, and Katie had, had like, like a freaking Hanes tank Katie top. had a backwards um, skirt and like, Did she? Tops. Oh yeah, like, so that was not ideal. Um, and there was a lot of pictures of game. Yeah. The Tasha. budget went to Caitlin and Tasha. They were really <laughs> invested in them versus Katie. Yeah. So I just didn't want to see that again. So That's when Jesse came in as the host, like he's filling the role of a host, what a host should actually like, you shouldn't be on the show for 50% of the time. You should come in, say a couple lines and then peace out. I do think Jesse should know what the fuck is going on, Yeah, but they should have rules. I don't they think should have some rules. should make yeah. all the rules. I think this is a show, but what did you think of the new promo of your boyfriend's a loser? Everybody knows it. Dump his ass and apply to be on the bachelor. <laughs> Yeah, what? Like who, who's running their marketing department? Cause there's definitely a shift in what's going on here. Yeah. And what happened to the elderly bachelor? They're just not running ads for them anymore. It's allegedly, I think they're just, what I heard is they're just having a really hard time casting it. So I guess they, they don't want to give it up though. I don't know. Everyone's like, if it's not Gabby's grandpa, I don't want it. So yeah. maybe that'll happen. But yeah, that promo was jarring. <laughs> um, yeah. And Jesse Palmer really sold that line. I feel like that was his most animated also the whole- Wait, was that, I I didn't even realize it was him. Oh, it's him. It's him. I was like typing on my computer and I look up, I'm like, what the, like, what did they just say? Told me to dump someone. Like, all right, gotta go dump them. Wait, which is ironic also, because like, are you there for the right reasons if you're dumping your your, um, boyfriend to go on the back? Well, I think it's, they don't care who's there for the right reasons. I will say in the trailer for the- the whole season, mm-hmm. it didn't say once that no one was there for the right reasons. And I was so happy about it. Okay. I feel like we're going to get real drama this season. Like, so on the She's All Batch YouTube, we actually released um, eight takeaways from the season trailer, like eight takeaways that you you could take away from the season trailer. And we break down things that you, you could learn from. Oh my God. Sorry. Can you edit this part? Yeah. I'm like rambling. Yeah. <laughs> so on the She's All Batch YouTube, we actually did a video, um, eight takeaways you can find out from the season trailer because there's a lot of things that you could take away. So like, cause there were so many good moments that you saw in the trailer and not once did we see anyone say this person isn't here for the right reasons. I feel like we're going to get organic drama, like the whole guy's declining roses from one girl because they like the other like that's the drama I'm signing up for I'm not signing up to see someone lying about if they want to be on the show or not because we should assume that pretty much everyone has some kind of bad intentions like everyone wants to be famous in some way you're not going on the show solely to find love absolutely so let's focus on right so let's focus on some other stuff. So the trailer was really exciting to me. Definitely check out that video before you go interview Gabby and Rachel, because there is some tea in that trailer. I, I agree. And they're both like genuinely seem to be crying. And it wasn't like someone throwing a trophy in a pool or anything like that. Exactly. We have seen a lot. Yeah. So exactly. I, like I, I think this format, whether it's good or bad, like, cause I also think I know we don't want them pitted against each other. I don't either, but like, I want to watch some drama and they did sign up for this. So we have to let it go a little bit. I don't, I don't want it to be like, these guys have all the power by any means. And they kind of maybe say that with the roses of the handing out, but then they like have to take it back. But I think we had to let the process play out. They probably will never do this again. It's probably going to be some sort of disaster, but I think mm-hmm. we can like enjoy the disaster without necessarily like freaking out that Gabby and Rachel are going to be pitted against each other, but maybe I'm going to get crap for that. I don't know. Right. I don't think they're going to be pitted against each other, but I think it's only natural. Like what did they assume was going to happen? Right. That there was going to be 15 guys over here that only like one and 15 guys that only like this one. Like, no, obviously there's going to mix and match. And I think that's what makes it fun. I do think it's giving kind of 
Polly D and Vinny double shot at love though. <laughs> and I not here for it. I like this style though, better than Caitlin and Britt. I don't think the, having the guys vote on the bachelorette that they, which they did on their season right. was that juicy. And I also think dragging Britt along for all of the promotion of the season only to kick her off the first episode was like yeah. silly and stupid. This it's like the drama is going to be here the whole time. Yeah. I'm so here organic. for it. I agree. I think it's going to be organic and it kind of kicked off. Not that it was drama necessarily, but even just watching them meet the guys um, which interesting that they didn't do like the classic intro packages. They just showed them finding out. I thought that was kind of fun. I don't really get much out of the intro packages anyway, yeah. um, for the contestants, but when we watched them all meet them, it was an interesting thing of like, all right, who are they going to hug first? But it kind of just seemed like, all right, Gabby was there. They went for it. And between the girls, it was like a cute thing, but you could tell if it was like, oh, he's my type. Like that was like, oh, dibs. Like that's my Wait, guy. I literally tweeted that. I was like, so when they sat down and she's like, so who have you talked to? Like, oh, I kissed Mario or yeah. whoever it was. Like, was that your way of saying like, I kissed him. So like run along, right. you can't have him. There has to be, because then if like, Rachel starts liking him too. Gabby would be like, well, I told you I kissed him. Like, how does, there's going to be some weird yeah, awkwardness there. Yeah, I and I think it kind of started with the intros of like, oh, that guy's my type. Oh, really? And then I feel like they had to clock it with each other. And yeah. that was almost like their safe word. I wonder right. if they discussed that or if that was just like what was coming out. Because um, wouldn't you be pissed though if, if the person you were doing it with was like, that's my type. And you're like, oh, well, that was my type too. You just said it faster. Yes, a thousand percent. <laughs> but also like, you, what do you do? Like, you have to say it. Like, how does it, right. does, it just, this whole thing doesn't really make any sense. Right. But it is kind of a fascinating, like, look at how this yeah. can work. Every single guy, I'd be like, that's my type. No, nope, <laughs> that's like really, unless it was the twins or Not the magician. Done. Oh my God, the twins and the magician. I know. I feel bad for them that they got singled out in that way because it is so much worse to be sent home like this. I don't know why they just didn't hand out 29 roses, to be quite honest. Um, but I there was nothing between them. Gabby's face when she was talking to the twins and when that oh magician just kept going, you could tell they wanted out. But those were also conversations they had with joint conversations, and that was never going to work. Right. Like, what did you expect? But maybe, you know, those twins needed to go. I was actually thinking, like, if we're going to bring twins on and make such a big deal about them, like they showed them in promos and stuff, like, why not make them dynamic? Why not? Why not get cool twins that were interesting? I'm very shocked that they sent both twins home, but more shocked that the twins didn't deliver on like Haley and Emily were yeah. like TV gold. Why didn't you find the male equivalent of Emily and Haley. Yeah. Instead they were like 24 year old kind of awkward. And the only thing that was different between them is one was like sharper or something. <laughs> yeah. Whole, like, he's like our energy. Yeah. I don't know, but I can spot him across campus. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was weird that she's like, can you guys read each other's mind? And he's like, can you, and then he brought up how he spotted yeah. him across campus. And I'm like, so you were able to properly identify your brother who brother. looks exactly like you from across campus. That's not that impressive. I no. think I could, I could do the same. I agree. Like I can, that's so true. That was so stupid. Like you, you saw him. You, I, you, you're like that's me. That's my yeah. brother. He looks just like me. You saw him. Did any um, limo entrances stand out to you? It's hard because there was like a thousand. But did any stand out to you? I have a crush on Tino. Oh yeah. So does Rachel. <laughs> yes, and I think Tino is a clear front runner. He was so all over that trailer. And yeah, I really liked him right away. Rachel said that that's her type. So she was definitely putting dibs on Tino, which mm -hmm. go for it, girl. Um, who else? Oh, the guy that's like, not like I liked this entrance, but it stood out when he's like, I haven't had sex in a year and a half. And Gabby's like, well, that makes one of us like yeah, Quincy lot Prince. Yes, Quincy. Prince. Yeah. Yes. Iconic line of the night was Gabby saying that, but what producer set up that guy to say that? Because that is just like, right. why did you do that? Because we know that also part of their story was that they both slept with Clayton. <laughs> and like, that's your fun fact about right. yourself. You couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. Like, so, so basically during COVID, you didn't meet anyone like congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not lead with that going forward, but I thought their reaction to it was hilarious. Yeah. I like rewound it and watched it again. Cause I thought it was so cute. Yeah. They, and they were very cute. Their dynamic was, I mean, Gabby gets a little bit more, I feel like a, a love in general from the fandom, I think, cause she talks more and she's like very outgoing and Rachel kind of laughs. She's almost like her sidekick is not the right word. And I don't mean it like that, but like they, that's kind of their dynamic as friends. It seems like, like she's like a hype girl and Gabby's more of like a delivering the, the jokes or whatever. Um, and I feel like I felt that during, during the episode too, but then Rachel had her moment 
with Tino and the bottom of the stairs and their kiss compared to the kiss with Gabby and Mario was fireworks times like right. Gabby and Mario kiss made me kind of want to die. So <laughs> yeah, I was confused by that one. Jackie actually brought that up and said that Rachel seemed to be developing stronger bonds with people. And I made the comparison that Gabby is kind of being the Caitlin and Rachel is kind of being the Brit for now. Mm. Um, I do think that Gabby has a lot more in common with Caitlin than Rachel did does with Brit, but Brit was the more serious one who was genuinely looking for love. And it wasn't surprising to me that Rachel had more of the romantic moment with someone while Gabby was having more of the fun moments. But I think the romance will come for Gabby once she kind of like feels more comfortable. Yeah. I think Gabby had to guard up a little bit and maybe Mm -hmm. also uses humor like as a defense and like also wants to be entertaining. And this isn't a criticism, but just like you're, it's like a lot going on. And whereas Rachel was like, my husband's in this room. Like, well, she also like guys. is in love with Tino. I actually, yeah. I don't know spoilers. Do you? No, no, I don't either. I know nothing. I, so this is based on nothing other than no, the I first episode in the, the trailer. I think he wins. I do too. I, if I had to guess, this is based on, this is a way too early prediction. I feel like <laughs> Rachel ends up with Tino and Gabby ends up with no one. You think? Wait, why? I don't know. I just feel like the promos was like a lot of Gabby with a lot of different guys and it was all Tino and Rachel. And I Okay, wait, like- I'm so glad you, you said that because in the YouTube video where we break down the trailer, I'm like, Tino is all over this He's trailer. Everywhere. I don't I don't see her like maybe I'm not good at spotting them in the trailer, but yeah. like it seems like it was like the Tino show. Usually they try to hide that. Yeah. But he I know. was there quite a bit. I You're right. That- there was a lot of Gabby with different guys. I, I don't know. Something just tells me that also like she is a little older. Like I feel like she might be a kind of bachelorette who would walk away and be like, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I actually need this, but I learned a lot about myself. Good times. And Rachel wants to walk away Good with times. a ring on her finger. Yeah. That's yeah. just a, just, a I guess we'll have prediction. to see if, if we're right, we need to put this clip everywhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely everywhere heard it here first yes maybe i'm wrong i mean if they also they're putting so much emphasis on the we're both gonna get engaged we're both gonna find our fiancés i feel like there's just no way yeah yeah um hayden was the one that people are talking about because he looks like grocery store joe slash josh peck and he (laughs) made the joke that my name is hayden i know it sounds like clayton but i'm gonna think with this head not the other one ha ha ha. it doesn't Um, sound like clayton though it's it doesn't rhyme I was like, am I missing something? It's not like your name is Blayton. Yeah. Like your name is Hayden. It's or a different like clay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, later on, he had a cute moment with Rachel though. When he got her the birthday card, I was like, that's what you should have led with. But then I guess Gabby would have gotten no attention, but um, I liked that moment between them. Um, yeah. And in the trailer, he then apparently says later that he doesn't want Gabby. He wants Rachel. So oh. I'm happy they included that because most of the trailer really seemed like everyone was leaving Rachel for Gabby. Yeah. Just with all the rows. like, and maybe that's just what happened. I don't know. And I don't know what you want to be. If, if I was them, I kind of would only want one or two guys to hopefully I really like, and then let the rest all be mess over there. But of course, in the moment, like you're feeling insecure, you don't yeah. want meatball to decline your rows. Like I wouldn't want that either. Obviously. Right. Totally. Um, also in the night portion, Ryan, people were liking Ryan, the Boston guy, but I didn't like that. He like shushed her. Like that would not be my thing. I didn't either. And I was waiting for like the Twitter verse to get upset and I didn't see anyone really getting upset. But when he no. was, I, he was being funny. He was like, he nicknamed her Gabber or something. Yeah. And they were talking Gabber. about bubbers. Picking, oh yeah. I mean, Gabby is so chill and so real with the guys though, that he probably just felt like he knew that she wouldn't take it. He wasn't really shushing her. He was right, being yeah. funny. So I think maybe he knew that like she'd be fine with it and it he wasn't being serious, but I loved when Gabby was like, I don't know if this is the guy she said it to, but she said, uh, I have hair and hair extensions in, oh, yeah. and you can't tell because boys are dumb. I'm like, dude, this no, girl, that was really mean, good. like I, everything out of her mouth. And it doesn't feel, it's not forced. No, I agree. I agree. It really does. It does feel organic. It totally does. And I think she's also just one of those people where it's confusing because like sometimes her face doesn't match like what's coming out of her mouth. (laughs) But like, I think that's just genuinely her. Yeah. And I think she would, if she was like thinking too much about it, we would know. And I really think, because she was like, I'm looking for something to insult you. And then she naturally just insulted him because she was like, I'm being too nice, like joking around. Um, I kind of liked Kirk, the football coach, giving pep talks. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, maybe I just like, like Friday night lights too much. Yeah. Um, people didn't like him for some reason. People didn't like him. Why not? I don't know. I think I must've like been peeing during the commercial break or something and missed Kirk because everyone was upset about him. And I'm like, what, what happened? All he did was just like literally try to be coach Taylor, which like worked for me, but I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess he's trying to, um, target Friday night lights fans, which mission accomplished. He got you. So Kirk, I like football. Let's (laughs) hang out. Yeah. Um, and Logan had the 
two chicks. Um, that was I was afraid for those chicks. He was squeezing them hard. It was giving of mice and men. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, like, be careful with them. I know. And also, like, no one wants there to be, like, an animal in the mansion. Like, were those chicks, like, pooping? Like, I don't know. I just wouldn't yeah. want that around me, yeah. personally. I was okay without the chicks. I was we okay without the chicks, too. You had the one guy, John, who messed up Gabby and Rachel's names. I feel like I'm surprised they didn't have a bigger deal in, like, the promos. But I guess they, like, didn't want it to be like that. But I thought that was going to get more, like, hype. It really didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone has to mess up the name. Yeah. Like, true. <laughs> has to be him, I guess. Um, the guy with the pillows, Nate, he was fine. I saw Clayton said that that's who he thought his early choice for Bachelor was, which we know, you know, I don't know why Clayton has the authority to pick from based on everything, you know, whatever. And but. like Clayton, just because just because they picked you like after 30 seconds of Michelle's season doesn't mean that's what we're going to do here. But I know. Sure. Hopefully Maybe. never again. Yeah. Um, and obviously, so we see at the night portion, we see um, Tino get the first impression rose and we see Mario get the first impression rose. Neither surprises because they both had, you know, makeout moments. Mario was, I didn't, I didn't die for Mario again. I thought the kiss was a little weird. I thought the chanting of the Gabby and Rachel, like whatever. Um, he didn't necessarily do it for me, but it, it made sense that he got the first impression rose yeah, from her. Agreed. But then the other two kind of ones that were getting a little bit of attention in the night portion were Eric, which is Eric, but spelled with an H at the end. Well, I only call him Erich because Erich, if you're going to spell your name, um, Erich. I was like, I'm so stupid. Oh, I like that too. But if you're going to spell your name like Erich, you're going to be called Erich. Yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> um, and I don't know, he had the mullet. Jesse Palmer was like raving about him and like the meet the men TikTok that I rewatched Ooh. the other day. Okay. He's 6'5". So that was like important to Jesse Palmer. Um, and kind of was hinting that he goes far. Cause he's like, he's the kind of guy you'd want to take home to meet your parents. But I was getting like red flags from him. I did not Me like too. him. Me too. No, he has, um, BDE. Well, he has BDE, but he's also giving lax bro energy too. Like, it's like, he seems like a dick. I didn't like when he was laying with, I think he lit, he sat with both of them. I think yes. when he was laying with Gabby and it, he had his arm around her, he's like, Oh, like, this is nice. And like looking around, he just seemed like he thinks his shit doesn't stink. I totally agree. And, and I, I, I get it. They're allowed a little bit there. It's okay. They're allowed <laughs> to talk to both of them and they should. It's night one. I'm not saying whatever, but he laid it on a little thick of wanting both first impression roses. Yeah. hundred percent. The name of the game, but I just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. I just, yeah. it, it didn't like it. I think Erich has bad intentions. He just wants to stay and whoever's going to bring him along. And I think it's going to be Gabby. Yeah, I think so too. And I asked, cause he did kiss, he didn't kiss both of them, which maybe he like in the back of his mind was like, All right, I'll really look like a, a dick if I do that um let's see we stopped himself um and logan was the other one who kind of presented that energy a little bit not quite as much but they definitely showed him like having conversations with both of them who knows how many of them did talk to both of them which again is fine it's part of the show but then it's so interesting that so many of them allegedly didn't talk to them at all how did yeah. some of them get time with both like it's it's interesting how that worked how because well, the producers i know how will the producers, allow but... them to go up to whoever they want based on their needs yeah yeah they didn't but... care about poor magician roby <laughs> Well, he got time. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know the ones that I don't know because they're because we they didn't know. get any time. <laughs> right. But it's just interesting that they like what they showed and what they didn't. And I guess yeah. it's also the first episode you do need to like stick on a few to like now we are saying some of the names we know we're recognizing them. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, I thought it was an entertaining hour and a half television, two hours, whatever it was. Um, I don't have high hopes that it's going to quote unquote work for both of them, but I kind of do think it's going to work for me as a viewer. It's going to work for me as a viewer too. I think they're both engaged based on okay. really my Gabby take is based on really nothing. I just think that I think she's engaged. I don't know. Okay. Um, I feel like Rachel's engaged to Tino. I think she, feel, she fell in love the first night and I feel like she's going to kind of clear it throughout mm. the season and kind of have blinders for Tino. And well, maybe not exactly cleric. She's going to stay, but right. um, you know what I mean? So we think, but she is hysterical in those trailers for a while. I wonder if either maybe something happens with Tino where he like has second doubts or something, or maybe she's crying about Gabby. Like she's sad for her friend. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, well, did you see at the very end of the trailer too? They're like, I think they're in Paris and they're sitting at a table and like Rachel has her hand across the table to Gabby and then she gets up and gives Gabby a hug. It's very, it seems like Rachel is comforting Gabby. So maybe you're onto something here. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> before I let you go, I did want to touch on a few things that are happening in Bachelor Nation. Yes. What is so your much. take on this whole like Nate, Deandra, Rodney, Michelle, unfollow? What the hell is happening here? <laughs> I think it's crazy that Nate has so quickly gone from being the president of the Michelle Young fan club to not even following Michelle on Instagram. And it's, 
it's a sad world we live in where this can happen that quickly. I was really, I was excited about the Michelle Young fan club and now it's no longer. I think for Michelle to block him, she seemed, she, well, she admitted that she wants to protect her peace. So she, she doesn't want to see certain things. She's probably not healed from the breakup, which is understandable. Yeah. And, but at the same time, if Nate's single, can we really knock him for going out with people? I don't know. It is too soon in my opinion, but at the end of the day, is he really doing anything wrong? No. And I think Nate, Nate's kind of one of those people who's damned if he does or damned if he did whatever happens because Nate was not, didn't get a good at it. People like, Mm -hmm. didn't like that Michelle picked him anyway. I was one of those people who like kind of hated on him during the season. But then after interviewing them and watching them, I was like, oh, they're so comfortable with each other. I've done a million of the post bachelor interviews, watching Blake and Katie sit next to each other in a chair versus watching Michelle and Nate sit next to each other in an interview chair, two different stories. I was actually kind of surprised by Michelle and Nate's breakup. When I saw he wasn't moving to Minnesota right away, I thought that was weird because that is, you know, I understand it's a fast timeline, but usually when these people don't like keep the promises that they're quote unquote making to each other or America or whatever, that's, yeah. a, that's a red flag. So I did think it was weird that he wasn't moving and I thought that was strange. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's it, he, if he is hanging out with people, he's going to get crap. If he's like being quiet, it's going to be like, you're not there for Michelle. Like no matter what he does, yeah. people are going to criticize him. But this whole like Deandra wearing his necklace and like them out with Rodney and like posting all these videos. I don't know. I, I don't love it for, I don't love it. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to, it's not the nicest thing to do. He doesn't have right. to be doing that, but also Katie kind of did something similar and people celebrated it. I did. I really liked Some Katie. people celebrated it. Well, that's true. Yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking about my own personal take on it, but I really liked when Katie came out with John Hershey or we say John Hershey. Um, <laughs> when she came out with him originally, that was like exciting more so because it was entertaining for me. Right. And in this case, it kind of feels like, you know, do you really have to rub that in Michelle's face? But I don't know. Uh, I'm happy that Michelle is, you know, unfollowing or blocking. And, you know, she unfollowed some bachelor fan accounts, like, and she like reached out to them and was explaining why, like she, Michelle seems so like nice. a very nice girl who doesn't want to hurt anyone's yeah. feelings and also doesn't want her own feelings hurt. So I get it. Um, I think that it's, and it's hard to navigate these, these breakups are never easy, but I just, I don't know, for some reason I expected the Michelle and Nate one to kind of go quietly. And the fact that it's kind of getting in a little bit of turmoil is interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah. And I, but I feel like this is why people had red flags about Nate during the season. And he's kind of living that out. I mean, he is just a guy going to a bar and maybe someone snapped a photo at an inconvenient time, but people were like, Oh, he's not ready. He just wants to go out and meet girls. And now the second he's single, he's doing that. I kind of see, I, I see both sides. I want to protect Michelle's piece. And you know what, Michelle, you can follow. She's all batch because I don't post about Nate and Deandra yeah. hooking up. So until maybe if they do, we can, well, maybe if they do, but right now it's a safe space. So you can right now follow. it's a safe space. Okay. And right now it's very speculative. I mean, it's also reaching like their knees were touching in a picture and people like lost their mind. So it's, I don't think they're necessarily even hooking up, but it felt a little like, Oh, let's go party birthday. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the other, the other big thing is the Katie Thurston and Nick Vial Vial interviewed the guy a thousand times to don't know um drama she revealed on tick which katie like i love that she's a pastor again for my own personal thing but like she yeah. brings a lot of this on herself <laughs> well it's like she's no longer in a relationship so she has to fill her day with something so right. she's like might as well turn bachelor nation instagram live tiktok live instagram yeah. q a like whatever it is she's like and she's like there's your tea for the day it's like all right well what's coming now katie um she has nick vile blocked she kind of was like he said stuff about me he, you know, see at the top, Nick being a little shady. He went on his podcast. What, does, what did yet, that but... mean? See you at the top though. Like I, I was trying to figure out what, is that insulting or is that? I think it's supposed to be like, yeah, I think it's like an ego thing. I don't I know. I didn't get it. I was like, see you at the top. Doesn't that imply that he's doing better than her? Or that they're coming? both going to be at the top? Right. But like, that means that she's not there yet. I think she's saying that he's like a social climber and has a big ego. Oh, okay. But maybe well, that's I'm true. Just, yeah. And he, listen, Nick has a very successful podcast. There's no denying the numbers, I assume, based on the reviews. Um, and he does about a million episodes a week. And he, you know, <laughs> tried to, I feel like, get away from not talking about The Bachelor, but that's what people want. So now he does the Bachelor gossip segment. He recaps, like, he's opening himself up to it too. If he's going to talk about these contestants, they should be able to fight back. You know, it's been a while since he's been on the show. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a different show now. Not everything is the same. You don't know everything everything. Um, but he's allowed to give his opinion too. And like, he gets to make his money, whatever. So it's all's fair and bachelor nation, but you watched the episode with him and Natalie. And you said that they kind of were hyping it up. Like they had all this tea on Katie, but really it was nothing. So it wasn't nothing, but 
Uh, so, okay. So Natalie and Nick are talking, I think, yeah, on Nick's podcast. And Natalie seems really upset that this clip of Katie was going viral about how she blocked Nick. And she's like, maybe the reason why Katie blocked Nick is because she can't stop herself from texting Nick things she shouldn't text. So I'm listening and I'm like, did Katie slide into Nick's DMs and like hit on him? They take like 10 minutes to get to the point because I'm really thinking this and waiting. And I'm building it up right now as I'm yeah. explaining yeah, the story. I'm like, okay, I see. You're like, and? <laughs> but um, it turns out Nick said something about, I believe when Katie's seen with Greg aired on TV, Nick said something about how it was the best TV ever, which it was to a yeah, viewer. Was. Not Maybe not to a friend, but like from a viewer standpoint, it was. She DMs him or, or texts him, whatever, and said, um, like, best TV ever, boo. He wrote back and said, I don't know, some kind of mansplaining thing back. And she basically said that she knew all along it wasn't going to be Greg. She knew he wasn't her person. And she knew that basically it was going to be Blake, something like that. Right. And then so that's that, her defense. That's, she, was, she was defensive of that narrative because at the right. point she was engaged to Blake. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so that's apparently the final text she sent. And again, I'm paraphrasing, so yeah. feel free to go check it out. Everyone but, don't um, listen to Vile Files. Nothing needs the downloads. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> listen. Listen to She's All Batch. I, I actually play the clip online. <laughs> okay, perfect. But um, so I just lost my train of thought. Um, so in the end, it was just like he, they were basically him and Natalie were implying that like Katie was the one like who said stuff to Nick and then had to stop herself from texting Nick. Yeah. So then Katie, um, Natalie said after Katie sent that message to Nick, she then goes on after the final rose and then rips Greg a new asshole saying like, he's an actor and he was phony. And Natalie's like, maybe Katie was the one that was the actor because she flat out said to Nick that she knew it wasn't going to be Greg. And she knew they would have never worked. I don't see how one thing fits the other though. I don't see like, they're basically using that as a reason for why Katie blocked Nick. Right. Maybe she blocked Nick because she doesn't want to hear his like mansplaining and he's kind of a douche. Like there's just like no accountability for Nick over here. Right. Like he's like, Katie blocked me because Katie sucks. Like what I about think what you he did? Is, he's probably saying that because Katie's like putting it out there. Like she's airing their dirty laundry. So now he's being like, she blocked me. She's telling everyone. So then he's twisting it it's also like one of those things when they're in it they both think they're like so right and making these wild points about something that happened so many months ago that no one really cares but of mm -hmm. course it's a clicky headline and i can't lie us weekly was the first one to post it on at least one of the mainstream outlets so like sorry everybody but also you're welcome um and yeah. i mean nick has had few he's, he doesn't get along with like horsemen either they've had similar fights about you know stuff like that and blake takes it very personally that nick you know, what he said about past bachelor people, but Blake has a podcast where he recaps too. So they all do it and they're all a little bit hypocritical, but, um, I think that, you know, Nick also has a lot of friends in bachelor nation. So it goes all the, all it goes all the ways, but Katie just like, is not afraid to stir that pot. And I can't wait until she's off that contract. Cause who knows what she's hiding. August 6th. Oh, uh, she follows me on TikTok, and I asked her and she told me it's either August 6th or August 7th. And I'm like, I will be waiting. Katie. I will also be calling. Katie. Because, I mean, it seems like the thing is like, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? She's spilling the tea regardless. Yeah. So, but I think it's something to do. It's something yeah. to pass the time. And it's, it's really fun. This is like the modern day version of the 12 days of messy though. She's just dragging yeah. everyone, but and I feel she like she regretted she's the 12 days. Of that's messy, what I was just going to say. Like she really regretted it. So it's kind of like she learned, she liked the high, mm -hmm. like it gives you a nice little adrenaline rush. But then you're like, oh, shit, I like upset people. I shouldn't do that. And then she's bored again. Yeah. And that's kind of what Bachelor Nation is. So like, I get it. And like, whatever, it, it consumes your life. You don't have a normal day to day anymore. And people are sending you things that you're not asking them for. So you either go the Michelle route and you start blocking people because you don't <laughs> want to see it or you engage. So like, I, I don't know. I don't blame either of them. Like, I would definitely be reading everything people were sending to me because I couldn't help it. And I love drama. But if it was actually me, I don't know how I would feel about it. But oh, yeah. When it's yourself, it's kind of hard. I could watch other people's mess, though. But yeah. I don't I would I would want to protect my piece, too. Yeah. Oh, so. Well, so much mess. So much mess on screen, off screen. Oh, these people, they just, they never let us down. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining me to try to figure out what's going to happen on Gabby and Rachel's season and try to make a mess, make a 
try to figure out what's happening with all this mess. Um, everyone can go listen to She's All Batch to hear more and go watch the YouTube video with the trailer, right? Anything else going on? No, just go follow She's All Batch on Instagram and TikTok. Um, we have Evan Bass actually coming on this week. He is talking about like getting married on TV and how ABC almost canceled his wedding because that's when the shutdown happened. It's Ooh. really juicy. And I've never heard him talk about that before. Yeah. And I didn't put two and two together that his wedding happened right before the Corinne and DeMario shutdown. So oh, yeah. they were literally getting married in 10 days and they shut down the show. And poor Carly, bride to be, is like, I have all these people flying in for my wedding. What do you mean? But Corinne and DeMario down? got way too drunk in a hot tub. Yeah. So yeah, Evan kind of spills some tea on that. So that was kind of juicy and fun. And yeah, definitely check that out. That's coming out on Thursday. All of right. This week. Awesome. Well, hopefully you'll be back and Jackie will be back and yes. we can navigate the rest of this crazy time together. But thank you yes. so much for joining me and for listeners stick around because Gabby and Rachel are up next. So let's obviously start with the premiere. I want to jump right into the first impression roses. Rachel, tell me about Tina. What stood out for you and Tina and this connection that was very, very quick, it seems. Yeah, I think straight, I would say out of the limo, but the forklift, I guess. <laughs> I felt like he was definitely my type. I was really excited to talk to him. And then he really did make a special moment for me inside and asked for, you know, the first kiss, which is really sweet. So it was a hard decision, but it definitely was the right one. Yeah. When you, you said, you know, he was your type. I kind of noticed when you guys were meeting them, you would say, oh, he's my type. Was that almost like a way of being like, dibs, he's mine. That's People are what? asking that, yeah. but no. We never thought that yeah. in the moment. We were just freely like talking casual, Just, oh, yeah. that's a guy I would normally go for. Or right. he was cute. And then the other yeah. one would be like, oh yeah, like he's my type. Like, right. And sometimes it was surprising when Rachel mm -hmm. said that Tina was her type. I was like, oh, really? Not that I just didn't actually mm -hmm. know that she was into handyman's. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know. Now we know. Um, Gabby, for you, same question, Mario. Why Mario? I know you kind of also had a connection with Eric. I feel like he was maybe in there for a second. Why Mario for First Impression Rose? Yeah, I think Mario was different in a sense that he came to the conversation really clear-minded and guided it in a way that I really appreciated and that he put you know, his intentions out on the line. He seems like he was really ready for a relationship, which is half the battle in dating, I feel. And, you know, getting to know these guys, it's sometimes kind of hard to grasp, like, hey, are you on the right track to be in a long-term relationship? And the way he led that conversation, it let me know that he was there to really try and find to see if this could work. And it was just known refreshing with me. I could banter like with a brick wall or, anything that is surrounded by <laughs> so that I love to you know go back and forth and play and stuff but Mario kind of led the direction in a different way that I wasn't expecting oh I love that okay back to Eric though he was kind of one of the ones we saw maybe have a little bit of a connection with both of you what can you tell me about what we're going to see from Eric moving forward besides a mullet yeah, we do, especially in the beginning, mm -hmm. talk to um, a lot of the guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. we spoke with Logan, with Eric. So mm -hmm. it's just, you know, kind of seeing how other relationships progress and throwing them kind of in the mix. And we're just getting our feet wet right now. Mm -hmm. um, Avon, I think that's how I say his name, was another one for you, Rachel, that I felt like there was mm -hmm. a connection there. You wanted him to kiss you. What was it about him on night one that stood out? Well, I really loved that right off the bat, Avon came out of the limo and he really made me feel special. Gabby feels special. Talked about our families. Um, so it was kind of like a sentimental moment, bringing it all back. And yeah, I just feel like we definitely had a great connection right off the bat and was waiting for the kiss. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, he was sweet. He chose to talk about our families rather than Clayton, mm -hmm. which I'm sure he's um, happy about right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we'll get to that. Um, there's a few uh -oh. things in the in the trailer though that I have to ask about. Obviously, there's the big, you know, roses being declined, and you guys kind of handing them out individually. What can you tell me about handing out individual roses? Is that what we're going to see regularly? Was that like a special halfway point? What's happening there? Yeah, I think you know, at some point we have to naturally separate because we are on our own journeys. And it makes you in a more environment that's conducive to finding love. Unfortunately, we're not going to end up with one guy because there's two of us. Mm -hmm. um, but we would love to. Yeah, and the world would point. love us. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it just doesn't make much sense. Mm -hmm. But so. can, OK, OK. So is that like but is that more of like a midway point or is that going to be like a regular rose ceremony thing we're going to say? 
Well, let's wait and see. Yeah. We can't give too much away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, in the trailer, we also see you guys kind of talking about how the guys, maybe you feel like they have the control and you're ready to take it back. What can you tell me about that? There's a couple of declarations. I'm here for Gabby. I'm here for Rachel. What's what's going on there? Yeah, I think I'm just really excited for people to watch this all play out. Of course, when you watch a trailer or a promo, it seems like a lot of crazy things are happening at once, which I mean, there will be a lot of dramatics. It is The Bachelorette, but I'm just excited for people to see how our thought process plays out, how everything works out naturally. And um, hopefully it'll all make more sense as it goes along. It's clear that you guys made the rules. Jesse Palmer said that a million times. You guys have said it. I love it. You made the rule. Was there a number one rule? I think we just always put our friendship first. It was Mm -hmm. definitely an unspoken rule. We went in with so much love and respect for each other after what we had been through. And I think watched each other grow tremendously throughout our first time around. So it was just easy to really put our friendship first above all. And Mm -hmm. I think that was really the guiding light throughout this journey that helped us. Is your friendship stronger than anything? Like, is there anything that could come between you two guys after going through this together? If 32 men can't, then no one can. Two seasons, (laughs) watching it back twice. We've truly been through like the highest highs, lowest lows a million times over. So, I mean, we just have been through it all together. Yeah. It's it's hard in the moment, but so nice to have someone so loyal by your side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And the voiceover also at the end of the teaser, it's kind of implying maybe a wanting to walk away moment. Uh, I'm a failure as a bachelorette. Is there like a, either a threatening to quit or just like an emotional breakdown you can tell me about? We, we love the dramatics. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're very emotional. So I think there just is so much struggle that goes into no matter mm-hmm. like what season it is, it's hard yeah. to navigate relationships and, you know, it is messy. So I think people are going to see our real raw emotions and and be able to go through that journey with us. Yeah, I think anyone who's been in our shoes has had a moment or two of, oh my gosh, can you, can mm-hmm. I do this? And Rachel and I are so genuine and real and raw that we just really wear emotions on our sleeves. So when we say that, it's what we are feeling in the moment, but mm-hmm. we obviously always overcame. Obviously Clayton's name came up last night. It's coming up again now. Yeah. When was the last time either of you even talked to Clayton or Susie? We did have closure at mm-hmm. AFR, which was really nice. That's what it's there for. We were able to kind of say our piece, get that closure in order to move on. I feel like we're all going in separate directions and we're happy for them and want them to succeed mm-hmm. as we hope they are to us in this new opportunity that we've been given. Were you surprised that maybe they were a little taken aback by, by the Clayton slander, as we're calling it? I think it was all, um, I mean, of course, no one was ever using his name maliciously or to be mean or bully him. Um, Of course, we would have maybe liked to hear it a little less. I'm sure he would have as well. But it was just all kind of in good fun in a way to try to connect with us since the only time they ever saw us was on his season. Yeah. Um, But obviously we, you know. Right. We understand definitely, but it really, I hope it doesn't really play like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. in the moment, even, you know, Rachel and I were like, man, I wish we could kind of talk about something else, Mm -hmm. but it was literally just a week prior that we had ended and everybody saw the ending at AFR. So it's still so fresh. So I think watching it back this many months later is why it also Mm -hmm. has kind of a bigger feel to it why now but Mm -hmm. you also have to remember when we were filming it was really fresh I don't think anyone meant anything malicious I don't I don't think it's truly slander I feel like they were just trying to poke fun at it Mm -hmm. but we understand definitely where they're coming from yeah did you feel a little bit more like you get you kind of mentioned in the in the first episode like oh like I can develop feelings for multiple people do you get a little bit more of like what he was going through or is it still like what the heck was that guy thinking (laughs) I think it's two completely different situations. Of course, um, going even into night one, realizing that you can have different connections with different guys and they're Mm. all so different and bring different things to the table. We can definitely see, you know, how people form multiple uh, connections, but I I do think it is a little bit just different all around. It's two separate journeys and two different ways people handle things. So yeah, it's kind of hard to answer. And you have separate journeys, obviously, which we know, and you can't tell me what happens, but can you tell me, are you happy? What's the, what's the pitch of how you guys are now after it's all over, ready to watch it back? We're yeah, happy. Definitely. Yeah. We're really excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a quick rapid fire then before I go. <laughs> okay. Which one of you cried more? Both I think, of us. Yeah. Equal. Equal. Yeah. Who forgot the names more often of the men? Me. Gabby. 
Um, who leaned on the other one more? I think equal. We had like, yeah. I would have a horrible day and would she would have to pick up. me up and then yeah. she would have a bad day. So it was always kind of a balance. Yeah. It never happened at the same time. Thank God. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Um, who likely made more goofs for the blooper reel? Gabby. Of course. I, mean, I just oh my never gosh. know what the hell I'm doing. Gabby. <laughs> um, who had more wardrobe struggles? Um, I think we both had equal kind of yeah. success and struggle. We luckily have such a good team. So things would go wrong at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I had a hole in my night one dress. <laughs> so yeah, it just things go awry so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, which limo entrance was each of your favorites? There's just so many I couldn't pick. I know they're really good. Yeah. We liked Mario's just kind of his energy. Love Mario. I loved Brandon. Brandon. You know, with the forklift, mm-hmm. Avens, with yeah. like bring your so family sweet. into it. There's just so many, like the chicks. Yeah, the chicks mm-hmm. definitely caught her eye. Do you have a least favorite? Um, probably John. I, I didn't forget our names. Yeah, <laughs> up our names. That's like never a good look. No. Um, best kisser, Rachel. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you each describe both of your individual journeys in one word? I don't know. <laughs> Too many words. You yeah. can't do it in one. Truly. Wrong. I mean, it was just so incredible, but yeah, not without struggle, but it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a word for it. Magical. All right. Magical. <laughs> That's a good one. Magical. Yeah. Magical. Okay. Last question. Do you think that ABC should do this again? Is this the format, the two bachelorettes, or do you think it's just you guys lightning in a bottle with your specific friendship and journey? We've gotten this question mm-hmm. a lot too. And I think what made Rachel and I's journey so special is that we did really put each other first and we have such a solid friendship that we knew nothing could take away from it. But if you didn't quite have people who are as close as us, I think things could go get a little messier. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm rooting for like a joint wedding special and I don't know, spin off or <laughs> something. Double, so, weddings. Yeah. <laughs> Double weddings. Thank you, ladies. I can't wait to watch the rest of the season. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.